Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Hey everyone, welcome to the Red Men TV. It's a pretty early match build-up to Liverpool's trip to Chelsea this weekend. The reasons behind that I'll get to in a moment. But yeah, we're trying to put the Leicester game firmly behind us already and look ahead to hopefully brighter things to come. To, to dissect the, what we think might happen, what should happen and everything in between this weekend. I've got Sam Walker and I've got Errol Smith and we're going to chat it up and hopefully get ourselves even even better. I mean, we've just recorded the final word, Joe, for the, uh, for the Leicester game. So if you're not a subscriber to to Redmen Plus, head on over there later, head on over to redmentv.com, sign up, and it was like a therapy session, I think we all enjoyed it lads, but now we get to look ahead to Chelsea, if you're wondering why we're doing this on the Wednesday, basically, we're all having a little bit of time off after today, to uh, before New Year, so uh, that's what we're doing for today for, yeah. Paul's been a nice boss and give us uh, all a bit of extra time off ahead of the New Year's celebration, so that's why we're doing it today, so bear that in mind as we chat through, but guys then, um, Leicester's in the past, it's gone, it's fine. Well, it's not fine. It's rubbish. It's fine. <laughs> but we've chatted about it. It's time to get things back on track. Like, it's crazy to say, Errol. It's crazy to say, but like, 20th game of the season now must win game yeah. in terms of a title challenge. That we, we feel like the title challenge is hanging on by a little bit of a thread anyway. This is like, if you've got any semblance of a title challenge, like you have to win this game. It, well, it's a massive six-pointer because both teams are probably going to be feeling the exact same as well as we do right now. Do you know what I mean? Chelsea are going to look at it and think, we need to beat Liverpool. Which I think for the first time in a, in a while, really, there's been that kind of level of jeopardy between us and Chelsea. And I think it'll make for an interesting match in the sense that they can't afford to rest on their laurels. They can't afford to do what they did at Anfield and con- like you know consolidate the fact that yeah we can take a draw this early in the season against the you know good um, Liverpool team at home. They're gonna have to come out and play us. I'm hoping that approach then leads more opportunities to us and kind of plays into our hands. If I'm honest, the flip side is that uh, again we're recording this on Wednesday, so Manchester City play tonight and then they play again on Saturday against Arsenal. They've had another favour go their way because Arsenal managers <laughs> now got COVID as well, so it won't be, Arteta won't even be in the dugout for that one. But like, there's a chance, Simon. Again, people might be watching this after the City game, and hopefully this is wrong, and hopefully Brentford did us a favour. But Manchester City could be 12 points clear of, of us, potentially 12 points clear of Chelsea, maybe nine, depending on how they go on against Brighton, a game you probably expect them to win, but you never know. Brighton have a dogged, but like, yeah. both uh, Errol's right, like. Whoever loses this, it's almost like a, in WWE, like loser leaves town match. If anyone does lose this game, or you draw, or you draw, yeah, I was say, yeah, so you draw yeah, like it, it feels like that, doesn't it? It feels like you know, 
a contract match in the wrestling where whoever gets it gets the carry on to fight for the title <laughs> and whoever goes you're automatically you're looking the other way now and you're looking at the chasing pack and maybe a potential top four race it, it, it's a massive game so early in the season it is and like you've just said there with, with, with Arteta missing the game it, 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 the season so far just seems to be falling into place for City like we're playing Chelsea like Liverpool and Chelsea are effectively six points behind City mm-hmm. who do you want to play each other next them two play each other because one of you is either doing one or you both do one. <laughs> yeah. So like it, 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 it's a win win yeah, almost. It, it seems like Ellis said something spot on it in the uh, in the final way before. We're, we're playing against the wind, and at the moment we are, and we've got to we've we've got to really come into this game and fight it because it does turn if you if you do get through these moments if you do get the win, it does turn you know teams do lose games. City may lose to Brentford, you know they, they pull that out against us. They should have beat Chelsea in that game. You never know, but. We've just got to do what we can do, and all we can do is go into this game against Chelsea and, and right the wrong that happened at Anfield this year, which was we should have won the game. We drew, didn't we? And I suppose as well, like they got to uh, the, the hope is that like we can't really control what Manchester City do. We've just got to be the team that if they do slip up and there's not this, Manchester City could genuinely win every game. They're that good. They come, they've yeah. been doing it for ages. We saw in uh, the season when we finished on 97 points, they literally won every game from like January onwards. Yeah, they had to. And they had to. And, and like, so they, they're more than capable of it. And the, the way that things are going now, they are the best team. So they're more than capable. But what Liverpool needs to do is be the team that if City do slip, it's us who take it and it's not Chelsea because if Liverpool lose this game then it is Chelsea that's Chelsea's yeah. position in the league yeah, yeah, yeah. Liverpool are essentially trying to overtake a second place team keeping an eye on fourth place as well yeah. if like that's how big it's a, it's, a, it's huge in terms of like if Liverpool want to win the league it's crazy but the 20th game of the season is now just you have to win lads absolutely it's a must win game and you know we've, we've sat here in, in the past and been like these are must we, we mustn't lose this game you know we can we can take a draw we can take but we mustn't lose it this is a must win and it's do you know what I'm kind of excited excited by that because that kind of adversity should breed some level of performance from us. Klopp, you know, he, he rightly said that, that we need to fit, we played below par against Leicester and, and we wasn't ourselves and we was below our, our expected performance. That needs to change immediately. And those were his words in, in, in you know, his post-match. So when I, when I heard him saying that or when I've read it, I, I thought to myself, do you know what? You've said that because you know full well we play Chelsea next. You're not thinking, oh, I need to go and look and, and see who we've, we've got to, who's in the next fixture. You know who the next game is and you know what response you're expecting. So one way or another, that is going to be a season-defining moment for us and you're fully anticipating it now. And I feel like it's one of them, you know you know those films when the tra- you're on a train tracks and someone's tied down the train <laughs> you know, miles an hour. It's like, can we get all of these, can we do a Houdini and get all of these chains and shackles off us in time to jump off the train before it absolutely smacks us and takes us and derails us for the rest of the season? And we are this close at this moment in time. And I feel like if we can do that and we get through this period, the Sam says, I reckon after the West Ham game, we did it. And you know what I mean? We, we got on a good run. We got some form and we started scoring for fun. If we can do that here in a big moment, it's the last game before a couple of the big lads go, the big hitters go off to the AFCON as well. They all want a big performance. If we can do that, it does it changes that wind, as you were saying, then we turn that corner and hopefully we can start building some momentum. In terms of an opposition, it's a tough game, so I'm going away to Chelsea. It's probably the second most difficult game that you're going to get in a, in a league yeah. season at the moment in terms of for us, obviously. Most teams will say going to Etihad, going to Anfield and going to Stamford Bridge is going to be tough. Or the King Power. <laughs> not, not many were saying that before yesterday. Yeah, before the Olympic Stadium. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Or Brentford. Fucking <laughs> hell, yeah. Tottenham hasn't been great yeah, either. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> No wonder we're feared. <laughs> or, we might be, or we might be feared sooner rather than later. Um, yeah. But I suppose, um, like, like, like I said, it's almost as if like it's a, 
it's a do or die situation. You might as well go. It, it, it's got to be one that, you know, a team who are good and maybe want to beat you as well. It's not going to be a team who are, who are happy with the points. I suppose that could play into Liverpool's favours. Like, you went to Leicester against the depleted Leicester, a very depleted Leicester, and Liverpool should have won, make no mistake about it. The way the game panned out, I think Leicester does probably deserved their win. But, it like, it's, it, it, you're not playing against a team who's going to be happy with a point. That's the difference in this game. It's like, but it's almost going to be like a the twelfth round of a of a of a heavyweight clash where you both need to score that knockout. Like yeah. a draw, does no one know? A draw, does Man- Manchester City are like that fucking playing for draw, a draw. draw, draw yeah. But I suppose that's the flip side. I thought Chelsea at Anfield, and we'll come to that game later. Actually, were happy with the point, especially after the red card. But in this game, that's no good for them. Even yeah. if they again at time recording, even if they beat Brighton, they still probably need to beat Liverpool because otherwise. City are going to go on that run and get ahead of them. It's like it's Chelsea are thinking it's a must win for them. That could it could make for an a entertaining game and b a game that Liverpool might be able to counter attack on, which might suit us. That's the slim positives, maybe. Yeah, I, I don't think Chelsea believe they're in the title race. Really, I think they. What's happened to them this month? I don't think they believe within themselves that they can go on and win the league. I think they. they I'm surprised they, to say that. I don't think they believe they got six points on City, having to go to the Etihad, having to play us now. So I think, interesting you say that about, I think there's a moment in this game where Chelsea probably are happy with the points. If we're dominating, if they get a man sent off again, I think they, they are in a situation where Thomas Tuchel probably looks at, he said it himself, hasn't he, this year, you know, where we are, we are below Liverpool and City. And I, and I genuinely think he believes that. I think what they did last year in the Champions League was there's a multitude of reasons of why that happened. Yeah. But I think he knows where that was. That's not when Liverpool won the Champions League and beat Bayern Munich, Barcelona, and PSG was it in that play in the in, in, in the, the, group, the, um, in the group show, stages yeah. like that, that. Our Champions League winning ninety seven points was different to this. You, you can win it in lots of different ways, and I think he knows that. So I don't think really. I think Tuchel's hanging on to the belief that they could get back into the title race. Hence. Brentford get a point or beat City or Arsenal and they beat us maybe but I don't think in his heart of hearts he sits there around the table with a glass of wine and says we're going to win the league whereas I think Klopp still thinks he does I think that could play into our hands in this game I think Chelsea have had all these issues with COVID and injuries and everyone's been against them and actually I believe they've been hard done by you know I don't know what you boys think but so I do think going into this game we're fighting to stay in with City they may be fighting to get back in do you know yeah. what I mean? We're coming from almost different situations. Perhaps. It's a who wants it more type situation so I, for me. I, my feeling is I think they think they can win the league because yeah. I think they've got the defensive record and, and Lukaku's goals will help them. That's something come good. But they need to win this game. Like yeah. for them, they're thinking to get that six points back on Man City, you're, you're thinking is you go to the Etihad and win. Yeah. And, and, beat you, and beat Liverpool and hope that Liverpool do you a favour against City or someone else does you a favour. Yeah. Like I've not, I, I think they believe they can, but I think a lot, again, I've gone back to it a hundred times and I was like, you have to, both teams have to win this game, I think. Otherwise, Man City, are, does, they're going to be look, look like they were last season where the gap is just too big. Yeah, you, get to, you get to mid-January and it's in double figures and, um, and, you just don't, and, and, then, and then no one's going to no chance. No one turns up there bothered. Like we said before in the, in, in the last show, teams are starting to get to that point now where City, City away especially or City at home is just a, let's just get past this game. Let's just try and not have a bigger dent to the That's goal. Like difference. Yeah, 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 yeah. Let, let, let's move on. Game 22 doesn't exist. It's 23 we're looking at. So, but that's I think that's a mentality thing that we've kind of perpetuated in the sense that we've put them on this pedestal. And I know their footy d- displays that week in, week out anyway, and they are great. But teams have surely got to look at it and think, what what is our best chance? The way you said before, you know, teams will look at us and size us up and say, right, playing it down those channels is the best chance. There has got to be a chink in that in, in that um, in yeah. that armor of, of that city team where you're looking at them thinking. 
that's how we get at them. Do you know what I mean? Even if you have to overload the box and just play for set pieces, there have got to be ways that people can get. And I know that the likes of us and Chelsea will go about it differently than the likes of a Brentford or a, or a Norwich will. But the fact that everyone just kind of writes it off as a free when hit. When it gets to April, you start seeing those... Go for outs. it, yeah. Do you know they what do, they go, yeah. we've, we've got to get try points this. here. Doesn't matter who we're playing, we've got to try and win. But I do think in these sort of early winter months... City benefit from being a juggernaut. The strangling yeah. teams and but teams just go credit to them. That's yeah, good. Yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah. I think Liverpool felt the benefit of this when we won the league. Like teams just didn't win arse. Well, yeah. Again, so I think there's a mix of that as well. Is that sometimes they, they are arse, they're just not good enough. Like Man City yeah. is too good for them. Yeah, like it, yeah. it can look like you're not bothered, but really you've just been outplayed. And I think City have done that to a lot of teams this season. I think um, going to our club legend Discord chat. So if you guys become Redmen Plus subscribers, at the club legends uh, tier, one of the benefits you get is access to our club legend Discord. Um, we've got Odd Bod who says we need to forget the Leicester game and get our fingers out for this one. Basically, beat the E's and then go to City at some point and beat them, and we're back in the game. Yeah. That's how big it becomes. It is that in it like that. Jürgen's message needs to be now, do or die. Like forget what comes next. Because after this game, by the way, there's a break of league football. It, it's two, well, it's three cup teams, games, yeah. two league cup games, and a and an FA, FA cup, cup tie yeah. as well. It's almost like I want every single one of you now to be running your bollocks off. We save nothing in the tank. I'll pick my Arsenal team with, with whatever pieces I've got left. You three lad, you're going to Africa anyway to play for your country. Yeah, I do not give a shit if you're knackered when you get there. Yeah. Like it's got to be everything. 120% like you've got to go for it and that's where we're at isn't it now yeah 100% we, we, we've put ourselves in this situation and I think it's it's that you know <laughs> it's that old age old saying where you say pressure builds diamonds or it burst pipes yeah <laughs> like, it's going to be one or the other and at this point in time and I feel like we're going to see either diamond hands from Jürgen Klopp's teams or we're going to see a lot of leaks <laughs> in that defence over the next couple of days and I, I'm just hopeful that 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 result last night was one of them where it kind of again I keep going back on that West Ham game. It was one where you look at yourself and you kind of shell shocked that did we really put in that performance? Was that really us? That looked like a shadow of ourselves. So the only thing we know how to do now is play like us. Yeah. We need to turn up on Sunday and absolutely play them off the park. And I genuinely, oh, I've got a good feeling, me gut telling me that because Chelsea are going to feel like they're in the same boat. Chelsea might not see City as their equals, but better believe they see us as their Yeah, equals. I agree with that, yeah. Yeah, I think we've got a good record away at Chelsea as well and they'll know that and Chelsea haven't, you mentioned the defensive record before, Steve, it hasn't been that great of late. We've been up and down, we've had clean sheets there, we've conceded the odd one and stuff but we are what we are over the season. We'll have the odd game where we concede to yeah. We're generally relatively consistent as a, as a back line. They've started to ship goals. I mean, the best right back the world's ever seen, who plays right wing backs, just scored an old goal the other day. You know, when does that happen? So I think. Things are starting to go against them defensively that haven't gone against them all season. Like, you know, bizarre, you know, old goal. They've conceded twos and threes against West Ham and so on and so forth. And I do think that that, that sort of. When we played them, scoring against Chelsea was like difficult. Yeah, yeah. And the weeks Rocking following that, shit. whereas now you're like, no, we, you can't score against Chelsea. I think that, that that's going to play a big part in this I game. Always, I don't know how much confidence players take from these type of things, but I think there must be something in them. I'm going to look at the record that you mentioned about Liverpool's record at Stamford Bridge in the Premier League. So let's say October 2015, Stamford Bridge beat them 3 1. Yep. We beat them 2 1 there in 2016. We got beat 1 0 at the end of May 2018. I think that was um, when Jeru scored yeah. that goal when we were battling for fourth place at that time. But we, 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 like, sort of, 
we were, we Champions were, League final or that way we did it was, no, it was 18 it was literally the long way they were, yeah, they were heading towards it and they were trying to get fourth okay. Chelsea were trying to battle back off us we drew there September 18 won all in the league we beat them 2-1 in 2019 we lost in the FA Cup don't worry about that yeah. it's fine um, and then we beat them again 2-0 last, last year yeah. uh, in 2020 that was when uh, Manny scored twice I think yeah. Christian got sent off, and is that yeah, Christian? Yeah, yeah, I remember that. It was, the, it was Thiago's debut, wasn't it? Thiago yeah. came on and bossed them. So yeah, yeah, yeah. good memories there, Errol. I suppose like I always thought with the King Power, there's been iffy ones in recent years. It's been it's more bogey team, haven't you? We, we battered them four now, but then we got it, it fell apart last season. Three, when we had, yeah, yeah, yeah. Three yeah. Alistair had a nightmare, yeah, and Kabak was running in quicksand and all that. Yeah. <laughs> like if, if you're thinking of if, if you're thinking of happy memories, that's one part. Like Liverpool know they can go and be Chelsea fan because they've done it plenty under under this manager. Yeah, the history's there to, to show that we can we can get something out of them. The only thing is, you know, we haven't got that track. I wouldn't say we've got that track record with Tuchel in charge. So it's it's how we kind of take that approach. I haven't seen an expansive Tuchel though since he's since he's been here. So pragmatic, he, he yeah. is he is very pragmatic in his approach. So it, I don't think he's going to go gung ho. And I think he's probably going to be like, you blink first. Let's yeah. see what you do. And we'll be kind of reactionary to that. Yeah. But I think that was, if I'm right in saying, I think that was their downfall in their game against City. Did they play City at home? Did they absolutely beat? battered yeah. by City. Yeah. And, it, and I think he, he had that same sort of approach where he was like, right, well, we'll see what City do first and then we'll react to that. And by that point, it was too late. So I don't think he can afford to do that. And I think there's... There's evidence there to say if he does that again, he could be punished, yeah. and I'd hope that that's what we can capitalise on. Yeah, for sure. We'll we'll uh, again we'll have a look at Chelsea, and then obviously make any changes and things that Liverpool potentially could and should do um, over the, after this break. So yeah, before we go to this break, like I say, it's, uh, have a little go at ultimate fan. I know Sam's a big part of it. Of you're a big fan. Yeah. So Sam will give you an update on his team after Paul's give you one on his. But before we go to this break, I'm going to give you a little teaser question to keep you interested as well, to have a little ponder while, you, while you're listening to Paul's things. So today's t- trivia question, who was the last player to move directly from Chelsea to Liverpool? And who was the last player to move directly from Liverpool to Chelsea? So I'm after two answers. Last player to go directly from Chelsea to Liverpool and last player to go from Liverpool to Chelsea. Get your answers in the live chat if you're watching live at home. If you're one of our club legends, get your answers in the Discord chat as well. I'll get your answers and see if these guys know the answer right after Paul gives you the latest Ultimate Fan update. Hey everyone, Mate here. Just a little insert from me to say that if you enjoy this podcast and the other podcasts that we put out for free and you want more, then my word, you can have more on the RedmenTV.com. Go over there, sign up and get extra bonus shows from us each and every week, as well as a whole suite of video content, documentaries, features and interviews. But yes, you can also play those podcasts in your native podcasting app as well to have a seamless Redmen TV experience in your ears. The RedmenTV.com, sign up there today. Yeah, so there you go. Do get involved with Ultimate Fan and make sure you join the Red Men League. You'll get to play against all the guys, including Sam. Sam, you've, you've been having a good week, a well, few weeks. Until until yesterday. When you had all the Liverpool players. Yeah, I've got, <laughs> I've got Liverpool as my team and I've got Trent, so it was my captain, so I'm a man as well at the minute. But last couple of weeks, uh, Machen and, and, and uh, Mr Blood Red and all them, like, I can't keep up with me. I've been sort of top, top 15, 20. Yeah, I think got 80 odd points last week, but I tell you what, there's some demons out there. There's a couple of hundred odds. Some good players. I haven't quite made the money in the big league, but uh, yeah, I've been doing all right. But this week I'm a minus one, so any of you red men um, subscribers, <laughs> you, you, you won't struggle to beat me this week. I really don't want City to get any points either, so please beat me. I'm a, I'm a minus <laughs> yeah. I'll be happy yeah. taking the loss this week because we've got a, a team full of minus. And, and, and do you know what? I've got a team and a squad full of goal players, and I don't. And I and I just have the regular account, so it just shows you if you do sign up, you get you get a good opportunity to get players, really good players, even if you go with the gold packs or not. So, so yeah, so it's definitely worth doing. Absolutely, see if you can beat Sam. Hopefully you do because that means Man City <laughs> have lost because he's got he's got a team full of City and Liverpool players. <laughs> um, 
Right then, before the break, I posed you the teaser. Who was the last player that Liverpool signed from Chelsea and who was the last player that Chelsea signed from Liverpool? So quite a few in the live chats who got it wrong and then one person got it right and then everyone got it right. So you both in the break got the player who signed, from who we to sold Chelsea, to them. Yeah, that yeah. was... Ram Morelles. It was, it was Ram Morelles in August 2011. 31st of August, Liverpool got £12 million for Ram Morelles just six months or so after they'd sold Fernando Torres to Chelsea. You didn't get the other one. You said no. Victor Moses. Yeah. That was a loan, and it was before this guy signing. Sam, you think you've got it? If I if I don't get this right now, I'm going to get absolutely <laughs> laughed at all day by earlier. Dom Solanke. It was Dom yeah. Solanke. Oh, he scored 18 that was goals this season, by the way, already. He's doing well for 18 Bournemouth. 18 goals for Bournemouth, yeah. yeah. Maybe that's his level, and I don't know. Yeah, yeah, Liverpool, well. Liverpool signed him on oh, a pre-contract, shit, yeah. and then ended up paying like a fee of around three, four million pounds yeah, in terms yeah, right, of the yeah. tribunal. So let's go to the live chat then. So the first one I can well, see buddy. in there who got it right was... Ooh... There was people getting one or two of them right. The first one I think who got both right, I can see there was Gareth Baird who said Solanke and Morellas. We got loads. Shout. Yeah, we got loads saying Sturridge. We got loads of Torres's. Sturridge. Quite a lot of them got the Morellas one actually, but it was the, it was the other way round. Yeah. Moses and, and uh, Moses and Daniel Sturridge were the answers there for those of them. Before the break end, guys, we were talking about what Liverpool need to do for this game and what could change. And there's a bit actually a bit of a break because time recording Chelsea play tonight, so they've mm-hmm. got the they've got a game. Closer to ours, less rest, and also who knows in terms of injuries. Chelsea are suffering with COVID, they've had injuries themselves. We can't really talk too much about what do you think they're going to do because we've got no idea yet, but we can talk what we think the Reds can and should do. Errol, you were on the um, on the final wedge, you were asking about maybe giving Sadio Mane a break, but the fact that it's his last game before he flies to the AFCON, does that muddy it for you? Or? No. You're, you're, you're benching no, Sadio? I'm benching him. Okay. And I'm benching with the, with the logic that you're going to go away anyway. But when you come back, you've got to fight for your place. And you need to know that before you go. There's no point in you being feet up in sunnier climates, watching games of us in, in the weeks to come and think, oh yeah, I'll slot right back in there. Do you know what I mean? They're going to need, like, no. You need to know before you go that when you come back, there's a place that you're going to have to fight for. If Bobby's fit now, Bobby's going to go down the middle and Jotel will play on that, on that left for us. And I think, as you were saying before, that might be enough of an impetus for them to go, all right, I need to, to wise up here, really. And if I get 30 minutes off the bench, I need to get some output to warrant getting a start in the future games. It's interesting because you, you make a lot of sense there. I, I personally think that because we've got him for this game, he'll play. Because if I think if we weren't going to really have him or start him, I think he'd have gone to AFCON in the next couple of days. But I think So I think he'll start. I actually think it'll be Jota for uh, Bobby. With, with with the idea of having a player who can come on and play pretty much Impact, all three positions yeah. should anything need to change. Because when you do have Bobby on the bench, the problem you do have with that is he, he's One not really going to come on anywhere else apart from up front, is he? So I think we probably go with Salah, Mane and, and Firmino. Would you do that or would you be... Uh, uh, I, 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 my guess is Mane will play because, again, the AFCON yeah. thing and, and Jürgen backs him. I think he will back him I'd again. play him. I think one-on-one against their centre-backs, Mane causes problems. If he, can, if he remembers where the square thing yeah, is, well, that the, yeah, the round yeah. thing goes. <laughs> and like, I, think there's, I think there's cause for both. Um, oh, I, do you know what? McGuffinland says he will play, but, but if would, it was me, choice, I, yeah. my choice would be at this moment in time, you need to do something drastic to wake yeah, him up. Yeah, yeah. And, and I think that's probably oh, the only thing he, Tooley's got up as a Odd bod here. In, 
If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements. Featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. One of our, again, one of our club legends says, you know, Jota, Bobby and Moe front is fire, and then you can bring Sadio on a 60 minutes feeling a bit more hungry with a point to prove. Yeah. It's certainly an option. Like, I, I wouldn't be against it, I think. The only thing that's clouded, I think... Because he's got, he knows that after the, this game, he's gonna have to run Jota and Firmino a lot. That he yeah. might just think, I'll get if Manny gets knackered, that's not really my problem for a month. Yeah. It's, it's kind of the Senegal problem. It's the, like most Al is gonna play, and that's the Egypt problem and stuff. Yeah. In terms of midfield, then because again, Naby Keita, his last time chance before he goes um, to Afghan, we don't know where Thiago is yet. He had muscle soreness. Muscle soreness. <laughs> What's that? Like, I Crab. Yeah. I, 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 you had COVID, for, and then you and then you come back training. Like, Oh, Thiago's starting to do my head in with all these with all these injuries and stuff as well. But watching midfield playing because I think he, the fact he saved Fabinho yeah. guarantees he's starting and yeah. rightly so. By the way, that makes sense there. There's a com- he's got Henderson, he's got Oxley Chamberlain, he's got Keita, he's got Milner, he's got Curtis Jones. Have I said Thiago? No, no. I have now Thiago. Like, what would you do, Sam? First of all, I'll ask you that one. What would you do? I, I think Thiago will play. I think him not playing against Leicester was just. Cloppy and sensible and smart and make, making sure that he is available for this game because before that game, I think he looked at this little landscape and thought, we'll find a way there regardless yeah. where the game goes. And then it's all about this big six-pointer with Chelsea. Obviously, it didn't work out necessarily. So, But, you know, that's in the past. We've got a, we've still got a six-pointer with Chelsea. Um, I think Thiago Henderson and Fabinho because I think if you look at our midfield, you look at where we struggle when we get absolutely pressed in certain areas of the pitch, like West Ham did it, right as soon as you get into that middle of the pitch, pressed. And I think Chelsea won't necessarily do that. Lukaku's not a huge presser. So I think actually that helps us. Thiago likes to drop in those pockets between midfield and defence and pick up the ball. And when you've got the likes of 
Lukaku up front, I don't think really he's going to have much sort of opposition there, so I think he plays the game. Trig, Josh, want to go to a few Super Chats in there, I'm going to get to you know, live on YouTube, thanks very much. He basically says, you know, if Jota doesn't, if Jota doesn't play well, given the fact that Man Salah can't take a pen, and that man hasn't got a shooting, which Liverpool might be in trouble, it, it, it feels like, it's going back to your point, Adelaide, isn't it? Like, it's almost like we're carrying Mane. So mm-hmm. if if you feel like you're carrying him, it might be best to get him off the team and maybe give Bobby a go. I know he's been injured, but he was in good form before the injury. It's almost like saying all the pressure at the moment seems to be on Jota and Salah for goals because Mane isn't scoring. Yeah. As it as it's been, by the way, those two have delivered. They've they've both scored by plenty large, of goals. Yeah, 100%. But by get, taking Mane out of the team, you may be giving them uh, maybe Bobby Firmino is that third option of the goals that you might need against the tough Chelsea defence yeah, I think there's, there's we, we know Sadio Mane is a problem for most of the defences across the league it's just his output and his effectiveness at the moment in that final third for me where he keeps falling down and he's letting himself down so you're giving him 90 minutes to prove that you can get some output and at the moment he's wasting those minutes Whereas if you say, right, we're going to give these lads across these front three, Firmino, Salah, uh, Jota, 60 minutes to get something out of it. We're relying on the, the two big hitters that have been doing it for us so far consistently. If they come up with the goods, great. If not, right, you've got 30 minutes now. Condense what you've been doing in those 90 minutes into 30. And that might just force his hand to say, well, I haven't got time to do the, the fancy shit and the little flicks. All I've got to do is get my head down, beat a man, drive into the box and put the ball on, on a plate for somebody. Like That's my job now. And I think he needs to get back to the good basics of being a left forward rather than just being so reliant on being Sadio Mane, I think, if that makes sense. I think when your confidence beaten, there's two ways to go about it. You, you, you bench him and hope that it gets a reaction out of him to boost them, or you, the worry is that you bench him and his confidence dips even further. I suppose Senegal, fuck well, off, I, I, I was about to say, I was about to say, that isn't really our problem, we, we haven't got him for the next few weeks, so even if it, if it pisses him off, then we've got another one here from Tahir who says without new players £2 who Jack Rabbit says thanks to here he says without new players this team looks like it's being drained out we have mentioned fatigue before Um, if you want to know again we don't know what Liverpool are going to do in the January uh, window but over on Redmen Plus, you've got Neil Jones coming later for Geno Insight. So if anyone knows about transfers and what's coming in and out and possibles, Neil's probably the man to do it. So check that out and we'll see how that goes. But uh, again, it, tiredness might be a factor and but about to lose two more players. So that isn't great. And then Gareth Baird says, um, £5, people, I'll never stop believing that we can do this and that City will slip up soon. Come on, you Reds. That's how Liverpool needs to be thinking as well, isn't it? Sam? It's like, yeah. it's all well and good thinking, oh, City, it's probably done. And for, for the 12th, I think it's probably done. But... If you're in that Liverpool dressing room, you can't be thinking like that. Your mentality's got to be, you know, if you're the mentality, win, monst- win, 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 win. you're the mentality monsters. You, yeah, you put that aside and go, go to Chelsea, win. Hope someone somewhere does us a favour, or at least keep, or we can go on a run that Leave keeps the door open. Yeah. yeah, that's that's what the mentality monsters tag's going to be. It's going to be a big a big effort to go to Chelsea and win. But like, if you are the mentality title chasing monsters, you say you are, then go and do it. And I think to be honest, it'll come down to two things. I think Klopp's tactics. Whether he plays Mane or not, and if mm. he if he if he benches him, I think it'll be more tactical. Be like the Man U game where he's gone with Jota with the idea of bringing Mane on for whatever reason it might be to, to impact the game later on, or because he feels Jota's the right man. Also, I think we've got to take chances. One of the one of the issues with our team is is that don't get me wrong, Salah's been unbelievable this season, but as a unit, we have to create three chances before we score one goal. Mm. Tends to be the case. Was the case last night? Was the case against Spurs, and so on. So. We've got to have one of those games where we get a chance and we score. You know, one of those ones where it's just a one-on-one bad goal, one nil. If you do that, it can turn into what... And it was that front three, by the way, it was Jota, Firmino, Salah. 
the Old Trafford game. Yeah. And yeah. Obviously, it was Kaitu who got the goal, wasn't it, yeah. early on? But if you get one, it can't. the floodgates can't open. It, 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 it's, it's like, I felt when, Man- when Salah missed the penalty against Leicester, you're thinking, oh, one of those again. And you shouldn't really think that for Liverpool by the because we score fucking tons of goals. Well, and we're dealing, it's, odd, it's an odd juxtaposition, weird, isn't it? Yeah. That we score loads, Errol, but we, we do miss quite a few quite as well. And if you get the yeah. first one in, everything becomes so much easier. That's the game plan going in against the Chelsea side, who, to be fair, again, we, we recorded this before they played Brighton, so we don't know, but you know, they beat Aston Villa, but they, they were on the back of a draw against Everton, mm. uh, a very depleted Everton. And Wolves. And Wolves, and Wolves. where they were depleted. So it's, it's one of the, they've had their own injury issues and fitness issues as well. Like, I suppose that the positive could be we're not exactly getting Chelsea of the Chelsea that came to Anfield, for yeah. example, and got a point and then went on a bit more of a win and run. It's a different Chelsea now, which could bode well for us. Yeah, a little bit of a wounded Chelsea, to be fair. They'll be still licking their wounds and they'll be trying to find some real form again. I think you can't, at the end of the day, you, you kind of expect that at some point Lukaku's going to come good. He's going to have a big game. He's going to get a hat trick in, in a game somewhere. He, you know, he's going to dominate a, a lot of defenders. And you, you obviously, what we're hoping as Liverpool fans, it doesn't happen in this game. But you can't, you can't not kind of account for that level of threat when it's, it's going the other way. Do you know what I mean? So you kind of got to make sure that on a day we're defensively resolute for a change. Do you know what I mean? We're not giving them too much space. We're not creating all, allowing them all that space in the channels. You know, the fact that we, we haven't even discussed the left-back position, we know Robbo's going to be missing. That's going to be a huge miss for us. Timakas is really going to have to, I wouldn't say step up his levels or anything like that, but play to the level he's played at so far this season. He's definitely going to have to have a good game in, in that sense. You kind of got to look at some of those Chelsea weapons that they're going to use and think, how does Chusel try and get the best out of what he's got available to him at the moment to try and hurt this Liverpool side? Because we're both kind of wounded animals, really. It's like, you, you know, when you, you're watching those David Lambert documentaries and, the, and those big alphas have been fighting for the to, to kind of lead the herd and stuff like that. Well, City have got off with the herd and all the bitches, do you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> and we're there, left licking our wounds. So we've kind of got to kind of regroup now, both, both sides. And we're lucky that all of our COVID players have slowly come back. Um, but Chelsea will be looking to say, right, well, we need to kind of find form and who's better to kind of find form against you mean, um, your rivals. You're absolutely right, mate. You mentioned Shimakash before. You got another super chat here from Basalt1179. Thanks very much, mate. You says, you know, Shimakash probably just needs to start whipping them in. He's too relaxed. I actually think with Costas is that I actually think he's played well. I, th- I don't think he had a great game against Leicester. I think he was average, but his best asset is his crossing. And I think against the Chelsea defence that have been pretty good. And again, they've got injury issues. Who knows who's going to play? They've had issues with Thiago Silva. They've had a few centre-half issues and full-back issues. Ben Chilwell is now out for the season. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. they're not exactly... They, they, yeah, so they are depleted. Um, like at some point, like, it could just be like, stick to what you would like. Cost us, get that ball, get it in the box, and then... Jot of the Predator or Mane at the back post. Like, you don't, it doesn't always have to be as in, intricate as it. His delivery's great. Maybe utilise that a bit more. Do you think that's fair? Klopp said, sort of, when we played Atletico Madrid at home, just before the last game before lockdown in 2020, he said, when you play against teams like Atletico Madrid, you've got to get the ball in early. You've got to hit that crossing before a defence sets. That's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, the same, it's the same, exactly the same against Chelsea. We They've got three centre-halves and two sitting midfielders. You've got to get the ball in early. Do not let them set on the six-yard line. Do not have to set in the penalty spot. You've got to get the ball in. And, and, and you're spot on there. Simakas, that's what his game is. He, he's, a, he's a very positive player. He's got to get that ball in, whipped in. Don't have that extra touch. Get it in there. Get Jota. Get out your feet. Yeah. You know, Firmino, Mane, whoever's playing, sort of with the opportunity to, to, to score, uh, running at the goal rather than being static in front of goal. Looking at it's, the, a mad, it's a mad job, but, you know, because we've played the four or we finished two games on the bounce with the four, like, this would be the one if you're not going to have... Take Mane off, 
you say, Sam, we're going to put the extra body in straight away. Like, me intention, yeah, from the off, my intention is to win. I want all four of you on the pitch because it could be the last time for a while that we get to see you all yeah. play together. And he did that against, was it City last season? I think that was his approach, really, where he thought, you know what, if we're going to have any chance, we need to beat you this time round. We drew and kind of threw it away. Let's go, let's go and go for it with all beat four them. and beat them. That might not be a bad trump card up his sleeve. Yeah, for sure. I suppose the, the, that, that counts on having Origi or Minamino fit, doesn't it, on the bench? Because yeah. at the moment, both yeah. of them were out and if you, it, they, didn't, they weren't on the bench. So you need, you need to have someone on the bench. But yeah, it, it wouldn't be the biggest shock in the world. Looking from, a, again, Chelsea played tonight, so we don't know exactly how they are fitness-wise, but they've had, they've had their own COVID issues. So they've had doubts over Werner, Havertz, Loftus-Cheek, Thiago Silva... And N'Golo Kante have all had injury doubts. We'll see how many of them play against Brighton later. Obviously, Ben Chilwell's out. Like I suppose Kante's and Silva have been have been brilliant for them. They helped them win those that European Cup and got them so where they got to in the league. Have it obviously gets the goal against Anfield as well. Like if you're going to get Chelsea, and again we'll see how many of these are. But even if like coming on the back of a, a, a day an extra day's rest, who knows on that? Because we thought that might happen at Leicester, it didn't. But. <laughs> Injury depleted, they've had their own COVID issues, players out of players coming out of form, players into form they, they, themselves, you know, drawn against Everton, drawn against Wolves. It's, you're getting a Chelsea that are, are vulnerable. Like, Liverpool can almost, I think about, again, I mentioned earlier, like it's loser leaves town. If you can go and beat them and knock them out, they're there to be knocked out. But, but the Stay flip down. side, but yeah. they're there to be knocked out. If you, if you go and dig them and dig them early, they're there to be gone. But the flip side is, they've got that one big punch. I'm a big boxing fan. It's a bit Alexander, Pavek and Dillian White. You're either, oh, yeah. You can you can beat them and you can beat them up, but they've still got the haymaker that could get you back. Liverpool need to make sure that they're not the, the on the receiving end of that. Go there and just put them to one side. And I was like, right, you you guys can be there. We're going that way and we're trying to catch them if we can. Yeah, that's how it feels. It feels like they are vulnerable. But so but, we, but so we. But this is what I was saying before. This is why I, I believe in my head that I don't think Chelsea, in their heart of hearts, think they can win the league. Whereas I think we do. Mm. Um, and that's what it comes down to again. You're saying this thing, like we're, we're talking now about going there and dealing with them. And, like, and that's where I feel, it's hard to explain, but the, the mentality is with us. Obviously, anything can happen in any game of football at any time, as proven against Leicester. But I do believe if we go there and we get the team right, we'll win the game. I think we go there and we approach the game with the right balance between optimistic and between pragmatic, between. So managing the game, I think we win the game. If Thiago's fit, helps us to win the game. I think whereas they're probably banker on us having another off day because of their, their situation yeah. with all the injuries and COVID. If we have an off day, they can win. I don't see us and them going toe-to-toe and then beating us at the moment because of the problems they've got. You'll see. Did you learn anything from the first game in Anfield? Again, it was two different sides at that point mm. and stuff. But one thing that I took confidence from that was that. Remember that going into that game, everyone remembers that far back. It wasn't that long ago, but it was like Lukaku's this monster yeah, and like bully Van him Dijk. versus Van Dijk. Van Dijk. Yeah, it didn't really happen that way. Like yeah. Lukaku's back in form, or he was back in form. He's, he's come back and he's got a few goals and stuff. But that, that he's their trump card. And listen, he scored goals against Liverpool before. He, he's not, but but. I'm I've got quite I'm, I'm quite confident in our centre halves of being able to deal with that threat. They've got other threats elsewhere, by the way. Don't get me wrong. They've got it was Havertz that pops up and gets the goal in the they've end. They've got Pulisic. They've got Ziyech. They've got Werner who's in and out, and we don't know where the he's more, at the, the more, Mount. The more mobile forwards in this league will always worry me more than the likes of Lukaku. Just in terms of how we defend yeah. and, and set up, you know, in other teams it might be slightly different, but. When those more mobile forwards are a little bit more intricate in the way that they play or they've got a little bit of pace about them, 
we've got a couple of defenders that have got good recovery plays, but if they if if they get the balls into the box before we get set and it's the shoes on the other foot, yeah. that's when we're in trouble. Whereas Lukaku's the kind of guy where unless he's he's able to take it on that half turn and he's able to kind of be on your on the on the defender's shoulder, he's not really unless it's on a play for him, he's not creating enough for himself. He doesn't go out of his way to to skin two, three men and then put it in top ins or anything like that. And I think Virgil's got the reading of his type of game. So one-on-one, I don't see him getting the better of him, but it's who he then brings into play. That is the what worries me. Oh, it's cool, yeah. Yeah. The, the, I was going to say the, the flip side is that we saw how defensively resolute he could be. They went down to ten men. With obviously, Rich James got sent off, and they, we didn't really have a sniff. Yeah. To be honest, they, they, they shut up shop he and they yeah. shut up shot well. They got a good goalie, and by the way, it's his last game before he goes to Afcon. Sure. So Man City gets to play against the uh, Kepper. Another exactly. thing, <laughs> yeah. exactly. This is what I'm saying. Let's go anyway. But you know, Arsenal's managers got COVID. And it's all that in a minute. It's all gone. It feels like everything's pointing everyone's in the Man City. Everything's gone Everything's facing in the Man City direction, but. Like that's the thing, isn't it? We know that they Leicester shut us out with two centre mids playing the defen- centre half. Like Chelsea with their strong defensive record, very good goalkeeper. They they're more than enough to say to Liverpool, you're not you're not scoring again. It's Leicester with the first team doing like thirty odd games. Like Chelsea are more than capable of becoming the second very very quickly. They are. I think when we played Chelsea, you just alluded to that where we were then and where we are now. Is I think the thing is with these systems with the three four threes or the three five twos is it always has early success and eventually it fizzles out and usually causes problems for the manager. Heads Conte and obviously um, Sarri had a bit of a dinner and then obviously now with two shows problems recently. I do feel that we're starting to see a Chelsea team now that tactical analysis and coaches are starting to be able to find joy against them. So I think their defensive resolution at Anfield isn't the same as the team that is there now. I think there's now more footage, more ways of breaking a two-show defence down than there was then. Mm. So... I do still see your point that they are a very resolute team. However, where they are now compared to then, I think we can penetrate them a lot more is than, it, than then because they were really, really good. Well, here's a question for you then. Is it going to be our system or our individuals that get us through that Chelsea defence then? Cause I, Both. I mean, I think the way our system works is I believe that the individuals have to play to a level to enable the forward system to work. Hence, hmm. Mane has to make that run against Leicester and the one-touch football has to come into, for it to work. Yeah, yeah. It, it relies on high-complex football with a high-complex system, whereas I think Chelsea's system defensively relies on players being in specific positions. Is, Do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, like yeah, City, yeah. City, you can put a lot of footballers in their squad, and given time, they'll be effective because... It's about the way they play, the system, the movements, the pockets of space you take up. Whereas I do think Liverpool is a little bit more dependent on the quality of the individual yeah. who takes up that position. Well, and I was saying that, in the, in, you know, when Salah scores that goal against, I think that's at Anfield, isn't it? Though yeah. he just puts a top in, it's just a rocket. I think those moments where you've just got an individual moment to brilliant say, I know what the system is, but fuck it, I'm just going to yeah. leverage it and put it in. Are we going to be. It might take that. Yeah, is it going to yeah. take something like that where Chelsea just look and just think. It's not our day today, boys. Like, yeah. Or a free I, kick I, from Trent or something yeah, like, like that. I'll do, I'll, do, I'll do a match up against that. Yeah, I think you know what I mean? Well, that's what happened there. That the Trent free kick was the was was without certainly up to yeah. yeah, with a little back heel today. Right, two, two years, years ago. ago yeah, a little back heel for one. Um, Right then, let's have a little look at the other fixtures around the league. Bear in mind, again, we are recording this on Wednesday, so there's tons of these fixtures, <laughs> and I'm very much aware that half these might not get played. Like, there's oh, the, no. with everything that's going on and COVID tests and injuries and all kinds. But like, as it stands, as it stands Chelsea play Brighton tonight and City play Brentford. We are hoping, beyond hope, for a miracle. I'm not sure we're going to get it, but we'll see. Man United v Burnley tomorrow night. 
good luck if anyone wants to watch that. Oh my, <laughs> oh my God. And then Arsenal, COVID manager and all, go to Man- host Manchester City again. Hope, hope rather than expectation that Arsenal can get something out of that one, I suppose. Like, it's hope, isn't it? It's hope. Stranger things have happened. I mean, my only... They're in good form, Yes, they're in good form. Yeah. The, only, the only little sauce I've taken is this whole COVID Premier League thing started with Mikel and... Uh, um, Mikel Arteta. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I hope it ends with them <laughs> as well. Like, I hope it just comes full circle and says, all right, ta-da, we're no. good, it's over. <laughs> yeah. Optimistic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it's a benchmarking for Arsenal, isn't it? Because they've, they obviously went a good run coming to our field, they lost heavily. Yeah. They've got a good one again. And I believe they're learning from the mistakes, but Man City are a different animal and they're at home. So it's a real sort of marker for them to see where they are. Even if they lose the game 2 1, I believe they'll be happy to see you know, the performance wise. That's yeah, what I'm saying. Yeah. So it's a real, it's a real sort bat- of. Yeah, they got battered in the early in the season. But it'll be interesting yeah. to see as well because a lot of you just Arsenal fans as well, and their take is that Arteta's the type of guy that'll be on the sideline for the 90 minutes, giving every shouting out instructions of what now. he wants. But he won't <laughs> be now. So how much of those instructions in terms of muscle memory Young is players, sank in? Yeah. How, how much of that have they actually taken with them now? And can perform autonomously without having him standing over them. And I think that's what you're saying there is a measuring stick. It's going to be a massive one for him to see where does that progress in that team actually come from. Hopefully, fingers crossed, he can do something there. Leicester will probably get beat by Norwich because of the way things oh, work. Yeah. But there was like, like Norwich haven't won a game all season, but he'll probably lose 4 0, like Daniel Amati scores for the Augie. You know, <laughs> Wofford versus Tottenham. A resurge and Tottenham, although they were, helped, they were held by Southampton. Unlucky there, though, weren't they? They were a bit unlucky. Palace West Ham could be a good game of two high, high enterprise teams. You've got Brentford, Villa, Southampton, Newcastle. If that goes ahead, because Newcastle again, COVID, oh, and yeah, yeah, yeah. Leeds, Burnley again. If that again, goes yeah. ahead, Everton, Brighton again. If again, that goes yeah. ahead, and then we've got Man United versus Wolves uh, to round off. Nil, nil. <laughs> Man, no, Wolves uh, win that. It, is there anything less exciting than watching Man U v Wolves or Man U versus Burnley in, over the next couple of days? Like enjoy your families, enjoy. Yeah, unless yeah, you're yeah. a Man United or Wolves or Burnley fan. Films on telly. Yeah, honestly, yeah. honestly <laughs> Sky Plus is boom. Netflix got some crackers yeah, on Red it. Red TV <laughs> got some cracking shows. Oh yeah, me, oh yeah, us. Get on it. Oh yeah, get on us. I forgot about us. Yeah, we're boss. Here's me advertising Netflix. Come watch us instead. Yeah, top fifty Premier League players. <laughs> that is out there now. By the way, you're my job better than me. Yeah, so uh, yeah. Sorry, Steve. Sorry. No, no, no. Do me a favour, absolutely, mate. No, so like I say, there's plenty of games. It's hard way to analyse them because we don't know where teams are, what's going on and stuff. But all we can say is, come on, Brighton, and come on. Please, Brentford. come on, all the bees, all the bees, yeah. Yeah. come on, Brighton, and then we'll have an A at the weekend as well, a bit of Arsenal, but yeah, um, guys, before we round up, then score predictions, early it's, ones, it's for, a tight one, it's Chelsea, a, it's, Liverpool, it's a tight one, I'm going for the 2-1, 1-0, my thinking is, my me, me initial thought was draw, but then the fact that a draw does nobody any, any favours, yeah, yeah. it might as well be a case of someone's going to win it, so let's hope we can squeak that 2-1 out. Yeah, Like Sam mentioned before, doing my job better than me, yeah. oh, we're on Red Men Plus now. The top 50 Liverpool players of the Premier League era. It's a two-part show. It's a really, really good show. Built it. Um, and on the back of that, we've also got a debate show special where Paul, Ross and James Sutton, who did the voiceover, were expertly for that show. Debate who was too high, who was too low, who was missing, who should have been on there, who shouldn't. All that is there. Head on over to the RedmenTV.com. Sign up as a Redmen Plus subscriber and you'll get access to that. You'll also get access to the final word of the Leicester game that we just recorded earlier on. bit therapeutic, so if you're feeling a bit down the dumps listen maybe a good therapy session to go ahead and listen to that as well and obviously we're building up towards the Chelsea game now so I'll be um, doing an opposition preview with a Chelsea fan from Blue Lions TV I think it's later on on Red Men Plus and obviously 
the watch along for the game and everything that follows and follows and follows. Liverpool are going nowhere and we're going to be there for the ride with them. Fingers crossed the book can get a win in this game, get the title challenge back on track. Hopefully a few favours can go in our way between now and then and see where we're at. Hopefully the mood is feeling a lot better then than it is now. Uh, guys, thanks so much for joining us. New Year as well. New Year is 2022. Yeah, let's, let's hope that 2022 brings trophies galore yeah. for Liverpool. They're still very much Absolutely. in contention for four of them, although one felt like it slipped away a little bit. Might maybe be able to get back on track. I say. Hope you guys had a wonderful Christmas. Hope you have a happy new year. And we'll see you all soon. Ta-ra. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. I'm Ina Garten. Welcome to Be My Guest, the podcast. One of the best gifts you can give friends is spending time together. But what's even better than that? Cooking with them. On Be My Guest, the podcast, new friends and old stop by my barn for some conversation and great cooking. We talk about food, life, and everything in between. Listen to Be My Guest, the podcast with me, Ina Garten, and join us wherever you get your podcasts. Acast helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com.